0: This show was first broadcast on FreeFM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz.
1: Good morning, this is Free FM, it is uh, Real Community Radio on 89.0, the website is freefm.org.nz Alrighty, now just uh, going to push a button here, put my friend Max on hold there and then put him on the radio before his battery runs out Max Christofferson, welcome to Free FM, good morning Good morning Mr Bunting Yay, it works, it's fantastic, alright now let's let's talk really fast before we um, before we before uh, our batteries run out uh, how, Whereabouts are you at the moment by the way?
0: I am in the sunny Waihee Beach, and there's, oh. uh, there's a story I think we can talk about uh, here that is uh, the same story that's happening in Hamilton, but uh, you can kick it off.
1: No, go ahead. What is the story?
0: Well, a couple of years ago, a couple of summers ago, I drove from Mount Longinui Taronga to get here to Waihi Beach, and it took me about two and a half hours, and I didn't make it. And I think one of the topics we can talk about today is congestion that oh, is yeah. building up around Hamilton, oh, yeah. the Bay of Plenty, Coromandel. And I wondered if this is a topic that might interest listeners, which is, is congestion uh, an end result of poor town planning? And that is that we're building and building and building and adding new subdivisions, and each of those subdivisions brings more cars. And as a result, uh, we're getting all this congestion, trying to get across Hamilton, it's a 30 minute drive.
1: Mate, you're absolutely right. Urban sprawl, urban sprawl plus uh, River City. Uh, Yeah, you got a perfect storm, eh?
0: what do you think if uh, there's a pitch from ratepayers in the city to say to hamilton don't do peacocks because that is bringing more cars into the city
1: well i can tell you right now there is one councillor whose ears would really be warm to that um and uh, he might be closer to you than you think actually Uh, in fact might be on the other end of the phone line to be to be fair um that that is the big issue that is the big issue you add three thousand houses you add six to seven thousand more cars you you add one more bridge but the thing is, they're not just going to go over one bridge. They're going to want to go over all the other bridges, getting east to west in town. Um, obviously, we want growth. But for goodness sakes, let's put it where people aren't going to drive.
0: Back up a little bit, Councillor Bunting. Why do we want growth? I've never understood this. Why is growth a priority?
1: Oh, because the government says it is. Because the government says it is. Because the government says it is. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty much... The, the government's um, filled out a... Um, what do you call it? An NPS, a National Policy Statement, on growth. That has basically said, look, Hamilton, you need, uh, four or five thousand more houses, you know, in a, in a very short term, um, because you've got the halo effect from Auckland. We are serving our, if you like, we're doing a national duty by growing and expanding, if you like. I
0: see. See, the issue I would take with that, and as a column writer for the White Colour Times, I think I've done that several times, mm, trying mm. to make the point that councils represent ratepayers. They don't represent government. But what we always have to do is we always have to meet what Wellington thinks is best for the rest mm. of us.
1: Yeah. And Ex- what is
0: not good for the rest of us is to turn Hamilton into a mini Auckland. And I can tell you, Tyrone is a mini Auckland. Oh, you yeah. can't move at five yeah. o'clock at night.
1: Well, that's the question. Do you want to be a suburb or a city? And, and you know, uh, where I think, uh, and oh, sorry, I meant to be interviewing you, but it's turning out the way. <laughs> but where I, you know, and you and I always get going on this sort of stuff, but where, where we've got to be thinking, as a council is 30 to 40 years ahead not 10 we're sitting here doing a 10 year plan that's really only going to last 3 we should be doing a 30 year plan a 40 year plan we are paid to be the crystal ball gazers and the planners and
0: I, I think one of the issues there mark and again i've touched on this previously is, is that the crystal ball gazing has been appallingly out of touch with what the reality has been mm-hmm. and that means that when you're looking into these 10-year plans where was where were the rugby sevens in a 10-year plan? totally totally
1: you know the last the last um really good bit of planning i saw in hamilton was actually when i first moved here in 1992 and i was on my 10-speed bike And I was riding up around Fairview Downs, and there was this big blank piece of grass. I thought, "What the heck is that doing in the middle of two suburbs?" Sixty years ago, someone had planned the ring road. Now that is forward planning.
0: That is forward planning. That is forward planning. Now, here's a good example because I think you're quite right about this. I'm sadly old enough, as I think you may be too, to remember a shirtless Sir Dove Meyer Robinson being (laughs) interviewed in the back of a Rolls Royce Council car, if my memory serves talking in the early 1970s about the whole issue of congestion in Auckland. Now, the numbers that I published uh, a couple of weeks ago talked about in January, 10,000 more cars were registered in Auckland in January alone. Mm, mm. Now, that is where the government has got this growth thing completely wrong because the end result is ratepayers end up paying... For government initiative, and we pay enough. If you've seen the tax that goes on petrol, you'll know that almost sixty to seventy percent of the money that we pay for petrol is, in fact, tax. I, I
1: heard on the radio on the way, and it was ninety. It was um, the same. Yeah,
0: crazy. I think it is. I was—I was being <coughs> conservative to be honest. I need to look at that and just yeah. see how much it really is. Well, it's about to be issue. more, too? <laughs> yes. And as as the sun follows this morning, I thought, Bunting, you onto it. This uh, congestion issue is a big one, and it's going to affect a lot of people.
1: Look, it's a monster, and and the, you know, uh, I said on the uh, the waste. And recycling committee, and i tell you what, uh, Max. If you want to see an animal's health, check its waste, and if you want to see a city's health, do the same. And Very good uh, at the moment, you know, we are about 20, 20 years behind in our rubbish and recycling, and we're working really hard to get ahead. But where we're having troubles is we're not linking up with our planning people well enough to say, Oi, you know, if you're going to build a subdivision, sure, build it narrow, build it small, but you make sure you've got a way for people to get a rubbish truck in and get a rubbish truck out of there because at the moment, you've got nowhere to put bins.
0: Now, look, where does this fit within this quite ingenious councillor that sits on Hamilton City Council, a guy by the name of Mr Bunting, who I thought came up with a quite superb idea last year to build up, not out? Totally, totally. Where is he, tell us more about your thinking on that. Well, the
1: thinking is, it, look, it's a similar to any successful city around the world. You look, look at the likes of, uh, now, there's a small city uh, somewhere overseas that's got exactly the same geographical size as us. It's um, Oh, yes, Paris. Paris is the same size as Hamilton, didn't you know? And uh, (laughs) yeah, it's it's doing remarkably well by building up. You look at um, any great city in the states; they're built up in the centre. It's very, very simple. You build up in the centre. I think the secret to Hamilton is actually recruiting low-footprint small businesses like the IT industry, hauling them back, making us the Seattle of the South, uh, bringing in um, IT businesses where people walk around. I mean, heaven knows. You've got four supermarkets, one at each corner of the CBD. You um, you bring those people in, put them in a small apartment, give them a small office space, give them remissions, help them out, um, and away you go. Give them, uh, give them extra incentives, rates, bonuses, if you like, for not having a car, for having a bike Um, we can do anything, we can do anything but at the moment we're sprawling we're sprawling and we're becoming a howick
0: Let me give you this one as as perhaps a a final thought of the morning on this congestion issue. Sure mate. I'd like to say to Hamilton City Council that you become the maverick and you tell New Zealand government we cannot sustain growth. We can't do it. We cannot poke more people into these sprawling areas and maintain the quality of life yeah. Now, I'm a Mount Montgomery resident, long-time uh, uh, Hamilton person uh, in my blood, but I am a Mount Maunganui resident these days. And I can tell you now that what we've seen over the past 20, 30 years at the coast is complete and absolute un- uh, misplanning of what has been needed to mm. keep yeah. the, the coast alive and free and open. And all this growth is removing what you and I and many others grew up with in Hamilton, yeah. which was space. That's the it. The freedom That's to it. move.
1: Well, I mean, and you look at the, the difference between Tauranga and uh, and or Hamilton. You look, you look, you guys have got over there, you've got this natural geography which squishes you in a little bit. You've got bays and estuaries and hills and all sorts of stuff. We've got a river. And then, blah, so really, we've got an opportunity here to design something really rather special. And you know, it, it galls me when I hear the uh, the city officials saying, "Actually, you know what? We need to get more land. We need to go out even further." I'm thinking, "No, no. There's a lot of yeah. room upwards. There's a lot of well, room upwards."
0: Yeah, I hope you actually hold to that because yeah. I think one of the ways to save the CBD and to bring some life into that is to turn it into internal city resident areas, and that will be the way you bring some life back into that area. Totally. Uh, if you're going to go with retail, it's going to die. If retail is done and buried, it, it's gone, it's over. But people going to tertiary institutions and elsewhere, they still need somewhere to live, and I'd still like to see that become a tertiary centre.
1: Yeah, big
0: time. So students big time. can bring all sorts of interesting dynamic into the CBD. And I think if there is to be planning... And my goodness, I like to see these town planners sitting in their cars trying to get to the city council <laughs> early in the morning thinking, oh, I wonder who planned this mess? <laughs> well, you did. Hey, tell so, you yeah, um, hold, hold true to going up and, uh, and let's see where else we can go. Mate, I've
1: got a cool idea, which I'm uh, actually uh, a guy called Marcus brought it uh, or sent me an email. Because I'm, I'm a, a keen cyclist, if you like, um, not, a, not a rampant sort of a, uh, a, a, a crazy sort of a cyclist, but, a, you know, a, a keen cyclist. And um, he came up with an idea of, you know, Claudin's bridge, Max, you know, you know, the McDonald's bridge? I certainly do. Yeah. It's hardly used going um, eastwards in the morning. It's hardly used. But oh. westwards is like, it's clogged, and he says, you know what, why don't we actually just get some tactical urbanisation in the air, rather than building clip-ons and rather than building expensive bollards, why don't we just get some pot plants and put them across the town-bound lane and open it up for cyclists between the, the hours of six and nine in the morning? It's not being used.
0: It's amazing thinking. It's good thinking, so let, yeah. me just give you a, let me just give you a pre-warning. This weekend, this Saturday's column in the Waikato Times, I'm going to be talking about cyclists, and there may even be a mention of these electric bikes that I know oh, that yeah. you're a fan of. Yep. Uh, and I think they are a revolution uh, in, in the way we can get around. Uh, but there are some issues, I think, with this congestion issue that is impacting negatively both on drivers and on riders. Yeah, it's exactly. damn dangerous out there.
1: It's crazy, It's crazy, crazy, crazy. And, you know, as I said to Gary Mallett, you know what, if... Um, if all your, because he, he, he keeps going on about choice, it's choices, it's always choices, people are choosing their cars, people are choosing their cars. I said, Gary, if the roads didn't connect a la cycleways at the moment, would you still choose your car? I think not. So all we've got to do is connect them and let it go.
0: Yeah, and, and I think, again, uh, there is going to be a response uh, to this whole congestion issue, and that yeah. is changing behaviour. Mm-hmm. But if I could leave you with this, perhaps yes. this is the thought I'd say is I'd like to get the planners in to take a look and objectively take a look at whether they actually believe that they can do what government wants them to do. Mm -hmm. And I would say right now, if I was in council, I'd be saying no, No. don't do Peacock. No, it's not going to work. It's going to create even more issues than what we've got right now, and we cannot keep going down this road of endless growth.
1: Very simple, mate. As I said in the chamber yesterday, the, (laughs) um, the model's broken. The model is it, it
0: broken.
1: Is, it is broken. Agree. Uh, and unfortunately, I got report, reported as being confused. But that's what, that's how it works in the big jobs, mate. All the very best, Max. Been lovely talking to Thank you. you. We only got through one of the three issues that we were going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> save, save the other two for next week. We'll be back. Such is the nature of our friendship. All right, mate. Good to talk. This is. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Max Christopherson, Thanks very much. I look forward to his column in the Whitecutter Times this weekend. This is Coolit. She's so rad.
0: For more episodes of this community access radio show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.